Actuality in totality or whatever that just defines God out of existence. The being of God cannot be understood as the existence of a being alongside others or above others. No, there's no reason for that to not be the case. And he says he's higher than us, his ways are higher than us. Um, the Psalms say that he's higher up than us. Why not? Why can't I say that? Come on, dude. If God is a being, he's subject to the categories of finitude, especially to space and substance. No. The infinite creator of the universe can be a being and not be subject to the rules of his creation. There's no reason to say he has to be finite or local in a physical sense when God is spirit. And the scriptures describe him as being omnipresent. Even if he is called the highest being in the sense of the most perfect and the most powerful being, this situation has not changed. When applied to God, superlatives become diminutives. They place him on the level of other beings while elevating him above all of them. Many theologians who have used the term highest being have known better. No. Um, God is infinite, he is all-powerful, which means nothing is out of his grasp to accomplish, comparing him to creatures, things and beings which are created, means that there is a distinction there that means God is different. This is why we call him ineffable, because we cannot fully understand God. These syllogisms are dumb. Actually, they have described the highest as the absolute, as that which is on a level qualitatively different from the level of any being, even the highest being. You know, I'd hate to see um, what Mr. Tillich considers to be the highest being given that he denies God as being the highest being. Um, so also, no, the theologians who use the term highest being, um, they all know exactly what they're talking about. God as that then which nothing greater can be compared. Whenever infinite or unconditional power and meaning are attributed to the highest being, it has ceased to be a being, and has become being itself. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you're just saying that and asserting it, not demonstrating it. That God is 
infinite in power, presence, holiness, etc., does not mean that he ceases to be a being. Otherwise, you could not interact with God like he says you can. Prayer becomes totally meaningless because you're praying to a concept, not a being. A theology which does not dare to identify God in the power of being as the first step toward a doctrine of God relapses into monarchic monotheism. For if God is not being itself, he is subordinate to it. No, a concept it does not force God to be subordinate to itself. A concept is not a God. So God, having knowledge of all concepts, does not mean he submits to it. This is why other theologians have pointed out when St. John says God is love, they say the inverse is not true. Love is not God. You don't worship love, you worship the God of the universe, and he is the standard and definition of love. So when I say God exists, I don't say existence is God. Although by all means, all qualifications for existence and everything that means is fully and infinitely fulfilled in God. We exist because he exists. Mr. Tillich here has uh, made a horrible mistake and decided that existence is his God, which makes sense because he is a psychotic existentialist. The statement that God is being itself is a non-symbolic statement. It does not point beyond itself. Well, of course not. Mr. Tillich wants to erase God from existence. God is the principle of participation, as well as the principle of individualization. The divine life participates in every life as its ground and aim. God participates in everything that is. He has community with it. He shares in its destiny. No, that's pantheism, and that makes absolutely no sense. Because if you don't say that this being exists, and instead God is the quote-unquote ground of all being, there is no experience of anything with God. You're just anthropomorphizing a great big nothing that may or may not be dimly aware of anything. That is not worthy to speak of as God. You know, I think we're done here. This is 19 installments of watching somebody systematically, thoroughly, obsessively take every single doctrine he can get his hands on and twist, redefine, and subvert it until Christianity is hollowed out and worn as a skin suit for existentialist atheism, by and large. The single dumbest thing anybody can do is take this 
filthy liar at his word and trust him for anything. Paul Tillich was a pervert. Paul Tillich was a Marxist. Paul Tillich was an existentialist that made it his life mission to totally change Christianity into something it has never been. For 1950 years, before Paul Tillich published this volume, the fruit of his 40 years in seminaries, no Christian would have told you, well, actually, God, is he doesn't exist. He's the ground of all existence and being. And, you know, the Trinity is just speculation. And when we talk about Jesus rising from the dead, well, what we mean by that is the apostles were really inspired by his transcendence or something from our anxieties. And by the way, if you read the Bible and believe it, you're a demon. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying any of this to you, though, because... I've been instructed to lie about it to all laity. Nobody was saying this for 1950 years. Nobody. But foolish Christians listened to it. So a gigantic swath of Christendom is not Christendom anymore. Their lampstands have been removed. They are now secular humanist cults that say Jesus sometimes as they put all sorts of flags and things that are approved by the United States State Department out there on their curbs. And since they took over the prettiest churches, the average cathedral in the West is an undead symbol of Tillichism. Something that says it's Christian, something that might look Christian, but is lying to you. Because at the end of the day, it's just religious, secular humanism. It's time to burn Paul Tillich's legacy and spit on its ashes. I call upon all of Christendom to reject, condemn, and anathematize all of this man's teachings. May he never be remembered except as a salutary warning, and may all of his books be destroyed. Amen and amen. Mm-hmm.